this morning glorifying your name, O oh Lord, and thanking you for who you are in our lives. God, since we are created in your image, O oh Lord, we are created to wait upon you. We are created to wait upon you, O oh Lord. Our souls are created to look for you all the time. During good and hard times, O oh Lord, because you promise that you will still come. Now that we are not in charge of our lives, but you are in charge of our lives. We thank you for another good morning. But God, for these few minutes, you will use me as your servant to speak your oracles, O oh Lord that God will be reminded of your love and of what happens when we wait patiently for you. Speak unto us for your people are listening. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's sit down as we clap for this team who are doing so much here uh, in, this, uh, in this church. Um, I'm David Zioka, Chris I thank God for who he is and also I'm humbled to be able to deliver his word this this morning. Today he came from the book of Psalms. Actually, it's one from one of the Psalms written not by David this time, but written by Zechariah, which invites us into our conversation with God, invites us to speak with God. They invite us to listen keenly to God. Why? Because our daily lives are filled with so much, so much noise and worries. And the thoughts that might confuse us so much that we barely pay attention to the present moment that we we are in. We don't notice the smells. We don't notice the sounds. We don't notice even what we see, the sights, if you will, those things that are around us. We don't notice them at all. We miss people and we miss conversations. We miss the gift that I am alive and this day did not have to be. Tell your friend, this day did not have to be. And so, tell them, and so I am loved by God. And therefore, in Psalm 130, the psalmist says, I wait for the Lord. And then he says, my soul waits, and in his word we have hope. He says, I wait for the Lord. But then, and then he goes back and remembers, it is not just him, it is not that, that body, but the soul, his soul, he says, my soul waits and in his word, we have hope. We have hope in God's word that has a power to save, to protect, 
to move mountains, if you will, to do things and to change things and circumstances they are in. He says in verse 6, I wait for the Lord. Now listen to this. More than watchmen wait for the morning to come. More than watchmen wait for the morning to come. You know, it can be maybe a different scenario here. But in Kenya, how many um, 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 were watchmen? No, listen, listen. <laughs> how many were watchmen at night? In the shamba. See now where I was going to? Because of Guwe. How many? No, Guwe. Remember that? Eh? Guruwe? Not Guruwe. What? Are, huh? Yes, what? What? No, what? Huh? Wild pigs, eh? Huh? What hogs? I think you are getting it. Because they ate maize at night. What is that? They're very destructive. And so, we lived in the shamba the whole night. And we were supposed to have uh, tins and buckets that were make a lot of noise so that they don't come. But we slept in the chamber at night, very cold, but we could still sleep. And we were always waiting for the morning to come because they don't eat during the day. For the morning to come so that we can go home. And we are not going home to sleep. We are going home to go to school. Yes, we are going home to go to school. I have seen it all. I have seen it all. And so I remember those days how we waited for the morning to come so that we can go home for something And this is what the psalmist is saying here. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning. Two times there. Very interesting. Now, Walter Brookman says, Psalm 130 is the miserable cry of a nobody from nowhere. Nobody from nowhere. About prayer offered to God from a universal human experience. It's a prayer that is filled with confidence and that God is going to do it. <laughs> that God is going to do it. Have you, have you prayed with confidence? I know many of you here, we have prayed together with confidence that God is going to do it. And I've told you, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. And you tell me, Pastor, it is not happening. Yes, 
wait on the Lord. Because God is going to do it. We have all been a place of waiting. Maybe waiting for prayers to be answered. Or waiting for surgery to be over. Or waiting for a yes from someone that that may take weeks or months or even a year before they say yes. Waiting anxiously and prayerfully for reconciliation when relationships break down. Waiting for healing to come. Waiting for a new life. To begin waiting. Talk about three things about waiting. Number one, waiting is the process of becoming what God wants us to be. Waiting. Waiting or waiting is a process of of waiting. Upon God to do what He wants us to be. To become, becoming what God wants us to be. When Jesus told His disciples to wait in Jerusalem, you remember, He was telling them that life does not have to be a process of running all the time. You see, they were used to following him and, and seeing him do a lot of things and, and up and down and it was always, yes, yes, let's go. Jesus, let's go. It was so good. But it came a time when he told them, you now have to wait. He wanted them to experience his peace, his prosperity and his power. In waiting, they would see God being able to move in waiting. And then number two, number two, waiting is the confident. Now listen, confident, disciplined, expectant, active, and sometimes painful clinging on God or to God. It knows that we will reap a reward. At the end. So you wait. It knows that we will reap a reward at the end. Now Jesus in John chapter 3, chapter 15 and verse 15, the Bible says, I am the vine and you are the what? The branches. Then he says, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. In without outside of me, the Bible says, Jesus says, you will do nothing. So clinging, is it clinging, yes, holding on to God is very important. Holding on to God, my friends, is very important. So if you want to do something, you have to remain in Jesus because outside of God, then we can do nothing. I know sometimes we, we do a lot of, right? We do a lot of things, and God still has mercy on us, and we see, ah, what is a big deal? What is a big deal? I did ABCD, 
and I am still okay. I did ABCD and they still love me. I did ABCD and I kill them to an I did ABCD and they are praising me. Watch. Because God is filled with mercy. We have to remain in the vine. When you remain in the vine, you are doing the right thing. You are doing the right thing. Remaining in the vine. Clinging unto God and waiting on God until until he comes. Hmm. Yesterday I was preaching in Arkansas and, and this, this guy um, who God has healed, uh, there were these people that were talking about, hey, how they, they used to go out together, what they did, and then I told them from this point on, you need to be raising your hands and pray to God that your brother is finally healed. We, we cannot just be thanking God and then go back to our own to our own things. Then number three, waiting is a reminder that I am not in charge. I like this. Waiting is a reminder that I am not in charge. This is simply saying that I am a patient. Oh, I am the patient. Mimi ndiye mgonjwa. So I am the patient. God, you are the, the doctor. How many of us have gone through surgery? Hata kama kila kidogo, hata kama ni kidole. Surgery. It's, it's tough. One time, they told me to lie down. And they were putting some medicine on me. Have I told you before? It's called epidural. <laughs> epidural. <laughs> and then I was so scared. <laughs> and then I am asking them, did you say epidural? And he says, yes. And then I say, but I thought. Then he says, yes, that is the one. But the only, the only difference here is because you are not going to get out of here with a baby. It's, it's, going, it's going to be different. And I was so scared. There were supposed to be three of them. I was so scared. There were supposed to be three of them. And I'm not going back there. I'm not going back there. I did not wait. Did I wait? No. No. Waiting, my friend, is realizing that you are the, the patient. And they are the doctors, they are the nurses. And they can do with you whatever they want. So God says, you are the patient, I am the doctor. In the real issues of life, we are in the waiting room. Waiting for God. Tell your friend, waiting for God. <laughs> yes, in the real issues of life, we are all in the waiting room, waiting for God. And all we can do is to trust God's wisdom and His timing. If people ask you, tell them, I am waiting for someone, and that someone is God. 
If they think you have, have taken time and you have been overtaken by events, tell them, I am waiting for a special someone who never ever fails or lies. He will still come. And his name is Jesus, the rock of ages. And he will hide my, I will hide myself in thee. Yes, you may mistreat me, but I will wait upon my God. And I will hide myself in thee. I will hide myself in thee. Verse 6 says, My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. My job is to be a watchman, and I need to have a watchman's attitude confident that God will do what he said he will do. The watchman scans the skies, I was, as I was saying before, for the earliest opportunity, the earliest light that comes to show that it is morning, having hope of a new day. But then verse 7 says, put your hope in the Lord. Put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love. And with him is full redemption. Maybe you are single and waiting on that special someone to walk into your life. Or even for him uh, or her to make a commitment. Maybe, and I'm saying maybe, you are without a job, or even tired of what you do, what you presently hold. And you're waiting for a better job to present it. So maybe your business is in turbulent waters, turbulent waters. It's not doing so much. Sometimes speaking, other times going down. Trust in God. You may be waiting for your children to grow up and leave, probably leave home, so that you can prepare to go back to Kenya, some of us. Others prepare to retire. Or maybe you are waiting for a prodigal or rebellious child to grow up and return home, at least to a right relationship with God. And many more. If any of these and many more are happening, I want to remind you this morning that that is life. That is life. That is life. When you find yourself in God's waiting room, look to God. Look to God. Don't look to people. Look to God. God will speak to your heart through his word through his Holy Spirit, and through all the circumstances that you go through, God will speak to you in that still, small voice. And when he does, do not take God for granted. When he does, do not take God for granted. Some of us, I've taken God for granted for so long. I repeat, some of us have taken God for granted for so long. 
And you can tell it on the offering sentences there. Some of us have taken God for granted for so long. We don't give our tithes. We don't give our offerings as we should. May God speak unto you and to us today. And may we change the item down there. Let us not take God for granted. What do we promise God? When we were looking for a job, what do we promise God? When we woke up in the morning, what did we promise God when he took care of us? What did we promise God when he has done his part? Can we do his part? That is a difference. Bring a Christian and a secular person. If you love God, if we love God, then actions will show that we love God. And finally, let let us give our best now, tomorrow, maybe too late. Let us give our all to him now because we are not in charge of our lives. Let's wait on God. After we have done everything that is supposed to be, then let us wait on God because He will come. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God spoke all these words saying, I am the Lord your God, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make yourself an engraven image. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet anything that is your neighbor's. Let us pray. Father in heaven, I want to thank you this morning because you are merciful. I want to thank you because you reminded us to wait on you and for our souls to wait on you because Nothing that we can do on ourselves. We are powerless without you. But with you, we can do anything. Now as we gather on this table, we pray. God, you will strengthen us again. The glory and honor of your name. This we pray in Jesus' name.